Hi everyone, this is Alan Schimmel, Editor-in-Chief of DevOps.com, and we're kicking off a new feature here at DevOps.com, DevOps Chats. Each episode will feature me speaking with a thought leader around a particular topic of DevOps. Kicking off our series today with a very special guest, Rosalind Radcliffe of IBM, and we're going to be talking to Rosalind about a new book which she has just authored called Mobile to Mainframe, DevOps for Dummies. Rosalind, welcome to DevOps.com. Thank you. Okay, let me briefly give our, our listeners a little background on, on Rosalind. And, and Rosalind, I don't mean to embarrass you, but you have quite a resume. Rosalind is a distinguished engineer in IBM. She's Chief Architect and CEO for CLM and DevOps, and she is responsible now for driving DevOps for multi-platform architecture. This includes System Z and Power Systems. In addition, she is responsible for the architecture for the collaborative management capability for enterprise solutions, and this includes both Urban Code Deploy and Rational Team Concerts support for standard mainframe development activities. Beyond that, Rosalind is a member of the IBM Academy of Technology and a master inventor. Prior to her current development-related responsibilities, she has been responsible for IBM's SOA management strategy and services, responsible for deploying, for deploying systems management solutions, and she started with ISPF development. Rosalind, I hope I didn't embarrass you too much, but once again, welcome to DevOps.com, and congratulations on this great new addition to the DevOps for Dummies series, a mobile to mainframe, DevOps for Dummies. Um, let's start today's chat, if you can share with our audience a bit more about where you are and where, about you and where you are in your career. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to this chat. So a little history and why I wanted to write the DevOps for Dummies book. Uh, I started in IBM 28 years ago in ISPF development, as you mentioned, and I've been in different roles and different responsibilities along the way, including spending a good amount of time in the systems management organization responsible for actually doing operations like tasks and, and deploying our systems management solutions for clients. I've also spent a number of years in the application development space providing uh, and building application development tooling. And so, you know, as this developed over the years, working in operations, I used to blame development. And then when I moved to development, it was, oh, I guess I can't blame operations. So <laughs> it seemed appropriate that I would move into this DevOps space of trying to bring these teams together. And looking out at the industry today, I see that there are lots of questions, especially in the mainframe space, about how does this DevOps really apply to that environment? And with all the drive for mobile and mainframe together, how do we really make this play as an environment? And so, you know, that's where I, how I got here, and that's how I, and why I wanted to write this, this wonderful book. So, Let's dig in quickly to the book. You know, I think every, all everyone in our audience is familiar with the, you know, the four dummies, if you will, uh, uh, franchise, and some of them can be rather fluffy. Some are better than others, obviously, depending on authors and so forth. My initial reaction when I read it, mainframe to DevOps or mobile to mainframe, DevOps, 
for dummies was, wow, that's a pretty heavy topic for a for dummies book. Why write this book in the first place and why now? Well, I think now is a perfect time with the industry evolving, with the mobile frontier and everybody focusing on mobile, and with mainframes truly being our systems of record. So everybody needs to connect mobile to mainframe. And if we look out at the development environment, most mainframe development shops look remarkably like they did when I started 28 years ago, and that's you know, not necessarily a good thing. So what I wanted to do was help explain to executives, senior leaders, and anyone in the industry how mobile and mainframe play together and in using the DevOps transformation, helping them work together, they can get more value out of the systems that they currently have. Absolutely. And and just so we can mention, of course, Rosalind, the, the book is, is available for download. We'll have links on it up on, on DevOps.com. But um, as I mentioned, it's not it's not a fluffy book. There's there's a lot of great content here. I could tell how much time and effort you put into this thing. Um, but give our audience a sense how how much how big an effort for was it for you? Uh, it was a significant amount of time in writing. I spent a lot of time on plane flights back and forth to Europe, and that gives you a lot of time when you can't do anything else. And so I spent a significant amount of that time writing. It's a it's a relatively short book. It's only 70-something pages, so it's not as long as a very long book. But it did give me the opportunity to hopefully give some background, explain more about the current environment, and give people an insight as to what I've been seeing with clients and help them move forward. After you write it, then you have to edit it. And I have to thank the many people that helped me work on this and help provide contributions and and pieces of the document because they helped me put this together and helped me do a lot of editing as well to make sure that it was complete in the environment. Sure. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough to have a chance to see a, a pre-publication version of it. And, and I do think, you're right, it is only 70 some odd pages, but it's, it's pretty in-depth. But it really benefits from the sort of uh, the for dummies kind of franchise, you know, the icons they use to help you focus in on what's really important and, you know, giving you Cliff Notes versions if you if you wanted to not read every word and it, it, it played it, it you use the format very well. I, and I think people will get a lot out of the book. Let's dive in a little bit though into some of the key points that you've uh, brought up in the book. And I you know just picking some random ones that I thought were important. Uh, in chapter three for instance, you speak about uh, you, why we need to understand why DevOps is so critical for mainframe environments. And, you know, we need to start with the dev side. But, you know, DevOps is about breaking down silos. It is about cross functions. And nowhere, in my mind anyway, nowhere are these silos more separated than between the main mainframe teams, like you said, haven't changed sometimes in 28 years when you started and the distributor mobile development teams who are today all about cloud and virtualization and you know instant up and instant down. Can you elaborate a little bit more on this point for our audience? Yeah, I'll be happy to. This is one of the key points as to why DevOps matters more than ever now in the mainframe space. 
this transition to mobile, this transition to systems of engagement and, and their dynamic changes, their need for speed, uh, and the need that, to access these back-end systems of record. So now is a time for us to evolve the environment, the mainframe development environment, to modern technologies and modern tools to allow these teams to actually work together. There is absolutely no reason that mainframe environments need to do development the same old way. They don't need to be done using waterfall development practices. There's no reason not to apply the same agile and lean IT practices across the development organization from mobile to mainframe and using the same tools and the same capabilities so these teams can work together they can share information, they know what each other's doing, and you can break down those silos. One of the reasons those silos are there is, you know, if your mainframe development team's using ISPF, I'm not sure those mobile guys using Xcode even want to look at a green screen. So this has to change. It's the perfect time, bring these teams together, use modern development practices, use modern tools, and this allows the the silos to be broken down, allows the teams to work more efficiently together, and helps deal with this variable speed IT issue that we have. Uh, mobile needs to move fast. Those systems of engagement need to be moving. But the back-end systems of record need to be able to define standard APIs. They need to provide those services that the front end needs, and they need to do it fast enough, so they need to do it at the speed of business, and DevOps helps them do that. Excellent. And so, Rosalind, you actually touched on something here, and it's it's this variable speed IT, or variable speed DevOps. I've heard some analysts call it bimodal IT, and and it, and it I mean, you, not, you nailed it right on the head. These development mobile teams that are running at the speed of today's business, tearing it up, putting it up, tearing it down, putting it back up, changing, changing, changing thousands or hundreds of times a day even in some cases. We can't expect main, the mainframe systems of record to perhaps move at that pace, but there's no reason they can't move faster, especially using modern tools, modern development uh, environments, though I, I still find something comforting about a green screen. Um, but that being said, you know, this was the subject of a whole series of webinars we did here on, on DevOps.com on variable speed IT and variable speed dev, uh, DevOps. Can you help our audience understand why it's so critical for mainframe environments to embrace DevOps and why now more than ever, now is the time? Yes. So with this variable speed IT, and, and as we talk about it, it's it's not that the back end is slower because mainframe development is slower. It's that in variable speed IT, you need to move at the speed of business. And if you define services as your backend systems of record, those don't need to move as fast. But we need to define those as services so the front end system can use them. So these systems of engagement can call back into the function. So the need to define these services based on the existing legacy code means development teams need to be able to respond at the speed of business. They need to be able to move faster. And the old ways of doing things, you know, making a change and testing it for three months, just isn't going to work. 
we need to apply the principles of automation, automated testing, uh, virtual services, and interface testing, and bring all of those concepts to allow you to build those services based on the existing business function into the environment so that they can then be called by the systems of engagement. There, companies have significant assets sitting on the mainframe system. Mainframes aren't going away. They're going to be here forever. They provide the qualities of service needed for large-scale transaction performance systems. And so with mobile, large-scale transaction performance systems, that's perfect. Mobile backed with mainframe is a perfect environment. And with companies with the assets that they've built up, if they can serviceify them fast enough, they can provide disruptive technology today. And that's what the companies need to do. They need to take advantage of this assets they have, providing services using the new development practices, and then it all fits together and they get the business value at the speed they need to. And, you know, I, I helped build ISPF, so I do like that green screen too, but it's not really the right development platform for developers today. Yeah. What, but what about, look, you know, people make fun of COBOL developers, but there's still a lot of jobs out there for COBOL developers. What about the shortage of experience, uh, mainframe IT skills in the marketplace, Rosalind? Yeah, so that's, that's one of the points I make in the book. Developers can write any language. You know, get a good developer. They can write COBOL. And there's nothing wrong with COBOL. COBOL serves its purpose. PL1 serves its purpose. And some people will cringe as I say this. Assembler serves its purpose. But, you know, I'm not going to write it using ISPF. If I'm a kid coming out of college and you give me a modern IDE, that has all the language syntax in it, it has code rules, it has the ability to build unit tests for me, I can write COBOL, not a problem. It's the give me an ISPF screen and I don't even know how to use it, much less how to do COBOL. I understood, I understood. Let me, we're running lower on time, so let me turn to some other questions I had prepared if it's okay. Um, in the book, you talked about some of the uh, best practices, for, uh, DevOps best practices on System Z, which, you know, for our listeners who may not be IBM aware, System Z is, is the IBM mainframe platform, correct? Correct. And there are several good ones that you highlighted, you have, you have highlighted in the book. Are there specific DevOps practices that you would recommend for System Z to get started down the path of continuous delivery? Which, which some people think is the ultimate aim of, of DevOps, or the ultimate goal? Yeah, so uh, there are a number of different practices, but a few call out based on the way ma many mainframe organizations are working today. And it, it has to do with where they are today. How do they improve the process from where they are to get into more continuous delivery practices? And before someone says something, I'm going to say continuous delivery does not necessarily imply continuously delivering into production. It means continuous delivery into a pre-production, et cetera, environment. You may still need to stage those based on an outage window, especially for systems of record, because you can't afford 
to have a transaction change mid-flight. So there are some, you know, continuous delivery within reason. But if we think about those things, some of the key practices, modern development tools to break down the silos. And one of the others that is absolutely critical is automated testing. There is no way to get to continuous delivery without automating testing. And since you're building services out of your back-end systems, services are a perfect thing to use automated testing against. So building up automated testing based on the service interface, being able to test the function without having to have users go in and test the business function, just run a bunch of automated tests and make sure you're picking the right automated tests based on the code that you're changing. But automated testing is probably the key, the biggest uh, change that is needed for mainframe environments and in many ways the most valuable. We look at many shops and they're spending months running lots and lots and lots of manual tests that they hope will find the problem. Got it. Got it. Rosalind, we, we only have time for maybe another question or two, but I, one very IBM specific, one a little bit more general. So recently the uh, the new Z13 launch really put the mainframe uh, front and center as a as the core element for IT infrastructure. How do you, is this the rebirth of the mainframe? How do we see this new mainframe fitting into this seemingly ever-changing IT landscape. More importantly, <coughs> what about existing mainframe clients do to prepare for this new age of mobile to mainframe? So the Z13 adds lots of additional capability and functions along with the updated compilers to increase the speed to allow you to provide more function faster. Uh, COBOL improvements using the new system hardware, Java improvements to be able to do more Java development on the mainframe, as well as significant uh, memory uh, availability changes. So with a combination of the system, you can look at it as the, the best Linux environment that you can use for your cloud environment. So you can have use Linux on System Z to provide your Linux environment for your front-end applications. And then looking at ZOS, you can start to take advantage of this new memory that's available to increase and improve your performance from a caching standpoint. Uh, numerous other things from the standpoint of a performance standpoint with the new compilers. And this mobile connectivity into the system, if we, if we think about the fact that that could drive huge numbers of transactions, could drive huge numbers of transactions, we get the mainframe as the perfect platform to handle that variable load. So you never know, you know well, I guess if you're a retailer, you know if it's Thanksgiving or Christ, near Christmas, it's spikes. But in many times, you don't know where the spike's going to come. So it's important to have that capacity on demand, to have that variability. And so the system plays very well. I think there are a lot of clients and a lot of organizations that are taking a new look at the mainframe with the latest Z13 because of its capability, because of its enhancements from a memory standpoint, and because I think you know, reality. People are realizing the mainframe's not going anywhere. And 
it really is the best platform for those high transaction systems and allows you to consolidate things together in the Linux platform. So it's, it's a great advantage that customers who are already using the have. And it's something other customers are looking at to go, you know, I can take advantage of that as well. Okay. Rosalind, again, we, I'm sorry to keep saying this, but I'm trying to keep it short for our listeners and, and relevant, but there's just so much here. So you're, you're constantly out talking to clients that are utilizing mainframes and, and kind of living this, you know, DevOps and mobile to mainframe uh, way of doing business. Give us, can you give me two or three quick examples of, of companies that are, that you think are doing it right? So if we look at the industry and we look at the publicly available references, Nationwide is one of them that's been out talking and, and describing their DevOps transformation and how they're exploiting the fact that they've brought their teams together to provide value faster in the environment. We can look at Fidelity, who's talked about their improved deployment capability and, and their improvements overall in, in their environment. Or one of the examples I like um, that Walmart and their example of using services on the mainframe to actually provide infrastructure services to all their distributed applications from a caching service. And so there, there are numbers of good examples that, that talk externally. And then there are a whole bunch more examples who consider their transformation to DevOps a business advantage. If mm -hmm. they see that by transforming to DevOps, they're getting a leg up on their competition, and so they're not as willing to let us use their name. But there are lots of wonderful examples of people who have transitioned and who are getting the value out of it, including IBM itself. We have numbers of examples that we provide to show our development process significantly improving and we're breaking down the silos within our own organizations and improving our ability to deliver. Excellent. Rosalind, I think, I think this was very helpful, as is the book, uh, a great guide for, uh, as you mentioned earlier, both executive managers and practitioners. What about you, Rosalind? You, you've had such a successful and storied career. What's next? What's next for Rosalind? Yeah, so, so the next thing next week, actually, is share. <laughs> So next week we have one of the major user conferences, or the major user conference uh, happening in Orlando. And as part of SHARE, obviously, we talk about mainframes and development activity as well as lots of different topics. And I'm looking forward to that in particular because we're doing a series on mainframe and mobile. In more specifically, we're doing a discussion about hooking Bluemix, our development our platform as a service along with IBM DevOps services to Z backends and helping show the relevance of this Bluemix to mainframe environment at, through a series of sessions as well as showing System Z as the new cloud disruptor. And there are numerous sessions by other clients like Walmart who will be speaking. And so it's a great opportunity for me to one, hear stories from our clients as well as to provide some additional uh, sessions for 
our clients and show what we're doing. And it will be my first opportunity to have hard copies of this book and do a book signing for any of the clients there. Who That's are what I was going to say. There'll be plenty of copies of the book there available and signed, signed by yourself. Absolutely. Great. Okay, we're gonna. I think we're gonna call it a, a wrap here, Rose Rosalind, and and thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy, and I appreciate it. Rosalind Radcliffe, author of Mobile to Mainframe DevOps for Dummies, available now for download. Or if you're attending uh, Sharon Orlando next week, you can get an autographed copy. Rosalind, thank you so much for your gracious time and 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 spending some time with us today and we hope to you know best of luck with the great book highly recommended and we hope to have you back here soon thank you for having me and I'm happy to come back and talk to your audience whenever is appropriate <laughs> okay Rosalind Radcliffe IBM and author of mobile to mainframe DevOps for dummies this is Alan Schummel for DevOps.com and thank you for listening into this DevOps chat and join us again soon for another one have a great day.